Welcome to all the Star Trek and Sci-Fi fans out there. This is Treks in Sci-Fi. Hello everyone, it's April the 12th, 2006, and this is show number 41 for Wednesday. This is our Wednesday middle of the week show. Going to um, just do another Aurora adventure for Wednesday. Uh, this uh, this one would be the third one I've released. I'm not even going to do a regular uh, intro music for uh, this week's podcast uh, or for the middle of the week show. I, I thought I'd just get into the episode. I think this one's 40, 45 minutes long total. So um, just have a few uh, announcements. I should be uh, here again, of course, on the weekend with the regular weekend show on Sunday. That's going to be uh, an original Trek series, original series episode. I'm going to look at the episode Arena, which uh, is when Kirk fights the Gorn, if everyone uh, remembers that one. I think that'll be a good one to do. Uh, it's kind of a classic uh, story. It's been That story has been done into a movie, and I'll talk more about that on the weekend. Uh, well, not a Star Trek movie, I should say, but another science fiction movie, which some people may recall, with a very similar storyline. So, And so that'll be for the weekend show. Then we'll probably be looking at a couple of collectibles for also uh, over the weekend. And look again uh, in the next few days. I'm going to try to do some updates when I have some time this weekend, uh, a little longer weekend coming up. So going to do some updates updates to the main web page. Hope to get uh, some new things put up there. So that's at treksf.com. And I think that's about all I really want to say for right now. I wanted to not spend a lot of time. We just want to get into this episode of the Aurora. Let me give you a little uh info on this one i think the um this is our third show like i said that we did uh, way back when the uh i think the audio quality gets a little bit better on this one i think um it's a little bit clearer the sound effects and things cut in a little cleaner i got a little better at that the storyline i think is is pretty good it kind of took takes a few ideas from other episodes of star trek and other things and kind of puts them together with our little crew and it came off pretty good, I think. It's hard to describe. It's called, uh, this one, the episode's called Nefridia's Revenge is the name of the episode. And uh, I'll leave it for people who, uh, you may, some people out there that are especially into biology may may know what the word Nefridia is from. Send me a uh, email at treksf at gmail.com if you know, and uh, I'll be impressed. It's, uh, let's just say it has to do with uh You'd probably learn about an Afridia in a high school biology class, and we'll leave it at that. Uh, and without any further ado, here's the third episode in the uh, continuing adventures of the crew of the Aurora, Nefridia's Revenge. Stay tuned, and I won't really be back with any comments at the end, but I'll probably talk a little bit more on the weekend show about it. So I hope you guys enjoy this. Oh, and uh, and one last thing. It's my uh, younger son's birthday, uh, who is Octiris on the forums. Eric, it's his birthday, so... Happy birthday, Eric. How old are you? <laughs> anyway, everyone, have a good week. Like I said, uh, we'll talk to you over the weekend. Bye-bye. Captain's Log, Stardate 7602.9. We are heading to Starbase 5 for resupply. The ship is operating smoothly, and I have nothing further to report at this time. Captain, I have the ship store's manifest concerning the new supplies. Good, let's see it. I think you'll find everything in order. Everything looks okay. Very good. 
Oh, and you'd better form the cargo transporters to prepare the, the beam over the new supplies upon locking into orbit on Starbase 5. Mr. Dusty, take over. I'm going to get a bite to eat. Did you get to join me, Chris? All right. Take over for me, Mr. Zarr. We'll be in the officer's lounge. Well, what's on the menu for today? Oh, synthetic meatloaf and a baked potato. Mmm, almost enough to wet your taste buds. Let's sit here. Let's go. 
I will attempt to read the memory banks, Captain. Mr. Edgerton, is the area still clear of other vessels? Yes, sir. No other vessels in the area. What is it, Captain? We're not sure yet. It's a ship's recorder marker, but we don't know where it came from yet. Are you ready with those tapes? Reading them now, Captain. The marker came from the merchant survey vessel, the SS Trojan. The Trojan, small class 4 survey vessel, crew 47, commanded by Captain David Paul Ewan. It's my brother! The Trojan was surveying system Draconis II when they contacted an alien vessel. They were attacked with an unknown weapon, seemingly without reason. Ship badly damaged, many casualties. Screens out, power levels. The tape's dead, sir. What do you mean the tape's dead? What happened to them? Take it easy, Chris. You take it easy. Well, Dusty, what happened to my brother? I told you the tape went dead. Don't give me that. I can take the truth. You and your relief. Find yourself to your quarter. All right, Mr. Dusty, what do you think happened? I'm not sure. There haven't been any unusual reports on that area. The Draconis planets are Class M, with few exceptions. They're uninhabited, but are rich in natural resources. We have to find out what happened. Mr. Judgeton, five direct reports for the system. Draconis 2. Clouded and laid in, sir. Engage. Ahead. Warp Vector 6. Warp 6, sir. Mr. Dossi, take over. I'll be in sick bed. Dr. Briggs, where's Dr. Henderson? He's in his cabin. Do you have something for a headache, Doc? Here, this ought to fix you up. I heard what happened on the bridge with Chris. Don't you think you were a little rough on him? He was getting out of line. I had to restrict him to his course. I know, but you could have been more sympathetic. How do you know so much about this, anyway? He came by and talked to me about it. He's really upset, you know. All right, I'll go talk to him about it. Is he in his cabin? Yes. Come in. Captain. No, sit down, sir. Captain, I'm sorry for the way I acted on the bridge. It's all right. You know, I made you go to your quarters for your own good. I know. But my brother... You don't have to explain. If it's any comfort, we're heading for Draconis, too. The last reported position of your brother's ship. Oh, thank you. Red alert. All hands to battle station. This is no drill. Repeat, this is no drill. Dossie to Captain Clooster. Clooster here. What is it? Our sensors have picked up another object, Captain. It's moving in at warp speed. All right, I'll be right there. Can I come, Captain? Come on, Chris. It's still moving in, Captain, at warp two. Our deflectors are up, and all hands are at battle stations. Good. Lieutenant Black, open our channel and attempt to contact us. Hello, sir. We're still closing, sir. The course is directly for us. Elton, you're 45 degrees to starboard. Give him some distance. 45 degrees, sir. Executing. There's no acknowledgement from our herd, Captain. Captain, the object is stopped dead in space. No movement whatsoever. Are you sure? Affirmative, Captain. No movement. Approach course, Mr. Edgerton. It's a ship, Captain. Confirmed. The 
survey vessel, the SS Trojan. The ship is drifting and moving away. That's made the damage done to it. Severe damage to the ship's impulse section. All main power plants appear to be out. The reserve energy plants are operative at a very low power level. Decks 1, 2, 3 are totally destroyed and unable to support life. How about the rest of the ship? Life support systems are on a very low power level. Also, I am registering faint life readings. Lieutenant, contact transporter room. Tell them that we're going to be more to the Trojan. Aye, aye, sir. Also contact Dr. Briggs and tell him to get down to the transporter. Engineer, get damage control party ready to beam over. Aye, aye, Captain. Captain, request permission to accompany you. I had you in mind, Mr. Ewan. Mr. Dossie, you're in command. Keep the ship on alert status. The ship that attacks the Trojan may still be in the vicinity. Acknowledged, Captain. Let's go, gentlemen. Help with those survivors. 
You can go too, Chris. All the wounded from the Trojan. We've got 32 still alive. Most of them just had some minor cuts and bruises. How's Chris's brother? Not too good. He's lost a lot of blood and some bad internal injuries. Is he still unconscious? Yes. Chris is in there with him. You all right, Chris? I, I guess so. Dusty to Captain Clooster. Clooster here. Captain, we have the record tapes from the Trojan ready. The duplicate captain's log ready? Yes, it's ready. Where are you? I'm in briefing room one with the tapes. All right, I'll be right there. And contact Mr. Dusty. He should be there when we review the logs. Acknowledge, Dusty out. Ready with the tapes, gentlemen? Ready. Ready whenever you are, Captain. Go ahead. Captain's log, stardate 7512.9. The Trojan is proceeding to system Draconis 2. We are to make a detailed survey of the system and record everything we find. This is to see if the merchant system service can make any use of the system. Our sensors have picked up an alien ship up ahead. We are going to investigate. Captain's log, stardate 76. 01.2. The alien ship that our sensors picked up was from the planet Nephridia. They have attacked my ship with an unknown weapon which is immensely powerful. They have said that I am responsible for some kind of holocaust on their planet. I have tried to surrender myself alone, but they won't settle for that. Captain's Log, Stardate 7602.1. The Trojan is terribly damaged by the Nephridian ship. Impulse power out, deflectors gone, damage to several of our primary decks and engineering sections. Casualties 11 dead, many wounded. We are now running from them at warp 2 and have lost them on our sensors. I have dispatched our recorder marker and hope it can reach our home base. I regret having been the cause of this. The Fridia? Isn't that on the outermost part of the galaxy? Yes, we only discovered it a few years back. I don't know much about it, except they are a neutral world. Mr. Dossie, do you know any, anything about Nefridia? Not anything more than you already mentioned. Maybe Mr. Ewan would know more about this. It is his brother's ship. Let's find out. Who's here to six base? Frigg's here. Doc, is Mr. Ewan still there? He's still here, Captain. Let me talk to him. This is Ewan, Captain. How's your brother? He didn't make it. I'm sorry. I, uh... I know. What do you want? Well, we were reviewing your brother's log, and I thought you could answer a few questions about it. But now... I want to help find out who murdered my brother. All right, we're in briefing room run. I'll be right there. You and I'll. All right, I'm here, Captain. What do you want to know? Chris, we have a log tape from your brother's ship here. Why don't you sit down for a minute? Thank you, Captain. Are you all right now? Yeah, I think so. Okay, what can you tell us about Nefridia? Well, before I joined the Federation, I was in the merchant service with my brother. I think I can remember one time we were on that planet and doing some trading with the Nefridians. They don't like outworlders very much, and we were lucky to get this chance to trade with them. What did you trade with them? Uh, if I can remember, we gave them some food processing machinery for some other parts for their other machines. 
They had been having some trouble with them. We got some rubidian crystals for transponders in exchange for their machines. Well, that does clear things up a little bit, but it still doesn't explain why that Nephridian ship attacked the Trojan. I'm sorry, I can't be of more help, but that's all that I know. It's all right. I know that you did the best you could. May I go now, Captain? You can leave, Chris. Well, gentlemen, I guess we go back to our stations. We'll just have to wait and find out the answer to all this. Black, take a message to Starfleet Command, Code 7, and scramble. This is Captain Alan T. Clooster of the USS Aurora. On Stardate 7602.9, we discovered that the merchant vessel SS Trojan had been attacked by a ship from the planet Nephridia 4, seemingly without provocation. We are now proceeding to the system to Conus 2, which where the Trojan was attacked. And so, Lieutenant, how long before they get the message? Approximately two weeks at this distance, sir. Send it out immediately, Mr. Black. Aye, aye, Captain. Elson, what is our estimated time of arrival at the Cronus 2? Computing now, Captain. At our present speed, our ETA is 45 minutes. All right, maintain. Mr. Duffy, check the library computer record for information on the planet Nephridia. Checking now, Captain. Good. Planet Nephridia 4, small Class M planet with an oxygen-nitrogen atmosphere. Inhabitants, normal humanoids, but very reluctant to deal with people not of their own kind. They have refused to join our Federation. However, they do allow us to trade with them for some of the rare minerals on their planet. They also have a high degree of technology. Captain Cluster, an alien vessel moving in at warp speed. Down red alert. Drop all engines. Collect your shields up. Black, open shipwright intercraft. Intercall 7, Captain. This is your captain. We have contacted an unknown alien vessel. This ship is on red alert. All stations report battle readiness. Close intercraft, Lieutenant. Aye, aye, sir. Status of the alien vessel, helmsman. Air change, Captain. Still moving in. Science officer, what do your sensors read on the vessel? Difficult to analyze, Captain. All stations report battle readiness, Captain. Reading now, Captain. Quite large, over 500 meters in diameter. Some type of primitive drive. Not very efficient. Some type of beam has grabbed us, Captain. Attempting to analyze. Getting some kind of alien transmission, Captain. Coming in from that ship. Put it on. This is Commander Craven of the Imperial Nephridian Fleet. We have you caught in our apolar beam. There is no escape. You filthy nephridge, you killed my brother! I want revenge! Sit down, Ewan! This isn't the time or the place for revenge. Ah, Ewan's brother. We also have plans for revenge. This is Captain Kluster of the Federation Starship Aurora. Are you responsible for the attack on the SS Trojan? No, alas, I can't take credit for the kill. The attack was carried out by one of our lesser vessels. But we do have you in our clutches. You have no hope. Why don't you accept your fate? What is the reason for the attack on the Trojan? Our reasons are unimportant at present. You are going to be taken to our home planet of Nephridia. For your sake, do not try to escape. We will learn our reasons there. Cleveland! This communication is ended. Contact lost, Captain. Reestablish. I'm sorry, Captain, but... 
Captain, we're being towed by some kind of tractor beam. Are you still unable to make contact, Lieutenant? He refused to answer our hail, Captain. Mr. Edgerton, I think it's time for action. Lock onto the alien ship and program phaser tracking controls. I just want a shot across their bow. Just enough to show them that we mean business. The controls lock in, Captain. One shot across the bow. Stand by your phases, Lieutenant. Standing by, Captain. Wait! What is it? I should have realized this sooner. Realized what? This apolar beam they've caught us in isn't simply a tractor beam. It's a different type of field. It's something like a negative energy field. So if we use any type of weapon, or try to pull away, the energy used will cause us to blow up. Well, I guess we're going for a little ride then. We have been en route to the planet for the past 10 solar days. By our calculations, we should reach the planet sometime today. Once there, I have no idea what will happen. Don't you know anything yet? Well, not yet, Captain. Why not? We've been working as hard as we can. I know. Have you got anything? Not much more than we had 10 days ago. We know it's a negative energy field and also a tractor, but not much more. Have you got anything on how to break free of it? No, there doesn't seem to be any way of doing it and stay alive at the same time. I got a few techs working on some mathematical problems, but they haven't come up with anything useful yet. Wonder why? Why are they going to all this trouble to take us to your planet? What's the connection between you and brother being uh, the first ships they attacked and now taking us with Chris to their base? I don't know. Oh, I wish someone else would make the decisions for a while. You look tired. Yeah, I haven't had much sleep lately. Why don't you try and go get some sleep, Tracy? We can handle things for a while. I'll call you if we come up with something. All right. Keep me informed. Hey, get in to Captain Clooster. Clooster here. Captain, we're coming up on the Nefridian system. Any communication, Jeff? Not yet, sir. All right, I'll be right there. Clooster out. Nelson, how far are we from planet Fridia 4? Less than 116th of a parsec, Captain. We should be there in a few minutes. Alright. Still no communications from the Lieutenant? They still haven't made any attempt to contact us, sir. Keep me informed. Why should they talk to us? They probably could destroy us right now. Probably. Well, why don't you do something? What would you have me do? Well, anything. We can't just sit here and let them destroy another ship. Captain, we're coming up on the planet, moving in the standard orbit. Mr. Black, try to contact the Nefridian ship. Captain, the vessel is hailing us. All right, put it on the main screen, Lieutenant. All right, sir. Screen coming on. Ah, Captain Clooster, this is Commander Craven. You must be aware that you're now in orbit above our home planet. Oh, really? Ha ha. The way you humans can laugh at times like this have always been difficult for me to understand. Well, no matter. Now getting back to the matter at hand. Which is? Captain Clooster, yourself, your first officer, your medical officer, and of course, Mr. Ewing, will beam down at once. We will supply the proper landing coordinates. Acknowledged. Clooster out. 
Captain, we're not just going to beam down, are we? We have no choice. If we don't, there's nothing to keep them from destroying us right now. I guess you're right. Lieutenant, inform Dr. Henderson to get down to the transporter room one, and inform the transporter room to stand by to beam down a landing party of four persons to the planet. Mr. Bell, you have the con. All right, is everyone here? Good. Your phasers, Captain. No, we're not going to take any kind of equipment down. Why not? If we go unarmed, we and the rest of the crew will have a better chance to stay alive. Now, I want to make this clear, especially to you, Mr. Ewan. I don't want anyone making any kind of trouble with Nefridians. No action will be taken unless I order it. Do I make myself clear, gentlemen? Clear, Captain. Mr. Ewan? Clear, Captain. Good. Let's go. Energize. Of any kind. There's nothing, Commander. Good. Guards, you may leave. Oh. Won't you sit down, gentlemen? I know you must all have questions, but listen to me first. Mr. Owen, remember the last time you visited us? The food processing machinery? You were so kind to give us. That stuff you sold us was a bunch of junk. None of it worked. We were very dependent on it for our food. Thousands of Nefridians died from starvation. I can still hear the screams of the hungry people begging for food. What? I can't believe this. Are you sure about this information? I should know! My parents were among the first to go. I worked on that machinery myself. I'm sure it was working perfectly. If it wasn't for the help of the Klingons. Klingons? Were there Klingons on this planet? Why, yes. They allowed just as much right here as you were. And if it wasn't for their help in supplying us with food, to get by, we all would have starved. You must have some backup machines. We did, but most of them were breaking down. I still think there must be some mistake. Your mistake was in selling us that junk. Well, now your deaths and those of your crew will pay dearly for the deaths of our people. Guards! Take them and lock them up. Well, we won't get out of here easy. We have to. Somebody's got to do something. All right, let's think about this. First, these people get some machines that don't work, and the Klingons come and save the day. Doesn't sound like the Klingons we know. No, it doesn't. They're involved in this some way. Shh, somebody's coming. Guard, I brought some food for the prisoners. What is it? Who are you? What are you doing this for? I'm a friend, but be quiet now. Who are you? No time for that now. Let's get out of here. My name is Mr. Lawani. 
Please sit down and be comfortable. Thank you. Now why did you help us escape? I know why you are here and about to sabotage machinery. Sabotage? Yes, sabotage. The Klingons who were here at the time did the sabotage. Probably the win over the Nefridians so they will join their empire. Exactly. They destroyed the machinery and were standing by the food to spare. I've been afraid to come forward with this information without help. Do you know where the Klingons are that are responsible? I know where one is. A Mr. Koff. He's, he's down at the parkway in the Justice Building. Do you have any weapons? Yes, I have two. Chris, you and Doc better Sorry, stay here. Mary. It's dark. If we're lucky, no one will catch us. Okay, let's go. We can ride the air car up to the second level where his office is. All right, get in. matter now. Don't shoot. You wouldn't shoot me, would you? I won't unless I have to. Mr. Dusty, do you think you can operate this recorder device? I could try, Captain. You've got some explaining to do, mister. About what? About that machinery you destroyed and all the lives that went with it. Machinery? Don't play dumb with me, cough. We both know you were involved. And if you want to stay alive... All right. All right. I'll talk. Very good. You're learning. Ready with the recorder, Captain. Good. Now, Mr. Koth, in your own words, tell us all you know about sabotaging the food machinery, which the SS Trojan traded with this planet. Well... Start talking, Koth. I admit that I sabotaged the machinery. Who helped you? Mr. Crenon, over in Quadrant 5. And who, Koth? But, but they'll kill me. I'll kill you right now if you don't talk. All right, Mr. Cray, over in Division Headquarters. That's just fine, Koth. And I'll say the SS Trojan and crew had nothing to do with it. That's right. The Trojan and the crew had nothing to do with it. Now we've caught you, and you won't get away this time. Commander Creven, I think you'll find out everything you want to know about the machines that were sabotaged by the Klingons. Sabotaged by the Klingons? Yes, it's all here on this record tape. Mr. Koff here will help you find the others who are responsible. Maybe, Captain. But if you don't mind, I'll check it out. Of course. said they will welcome visits from the Federation and be glad to assist us in any way we can. We are aboard the USS Aurora and transporting the Klingons to the nearest star base. Are you all right now, Chris? I guess so. I just wish my brother would have died for something worthwhile. Take it easy, Chris. If you'll excuse me, Captain. Captain, that was an excellent display of courtroom drama on that planet. Oh, you liked it? Nice and subtle, wasn't it? Oh, it was simply amazing. Did you ever think of becoming a lawyer? Oh, it crossed my mind a few times. Allison, <laughs> plot a course to Starbase 5. Plot it, Captain. Take us out of orbit. Head Warp Factor 4. Warp Factor 4. Warp Factor 4. 
played by Michael Matsumoto. Lieutenant Frank Jones, played by Michael Cage. Robert LaBella as Commander Craven. Paul Anderson as Mr. Luani. Mr. Cox, played by Joseph Dossie. And Gara, played by Cynthia Dossie.